Together we can love our bodies again Here on the gray scale Hi! Hello! I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sierra. And this is the Grayscale Podcast. We'll introduce this week's guest in just a moment, but first... We want to remind you all to get in touch with us if you or anyone you know would like to come onto the show or if y'all have any questions that you would like addressed. We definitely want to hear from you guys and you can DM us on our Instagram page at the grayscale underscore body or email us at the grayscale.body at gmail.com. And again, that's gray with an E. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, we'd like to introduce our guest this week. This is Miss Jackie Castillo. Hi, Jackie. Hi. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Hi. So tell us a little about yourself. Uh, so my name is Jackie. Uh, it's Jacqueline, but Jackie for short. I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. I'm currently residing in the Bronx. Uh, I am a mommy of a four-year-old. Um, <laughs> that's been a fun adventure. <laughs> I am, yeah, tell me about it. I'm still learning as we go. Um, so for what I do for a living, I started working for the Department of Health. It's been a year. This January, I completed my year with them. It's been really good. Um, the department that I work in is for HIV. So prior to working for the Department of Health, um, I used to work at a nonprofit organization for about eight and a half years, kind of did the same thing, a little bit of that. It was like harm reduction. So we dealt with a lot of people who were HIV positive, um, clients who were injection users. So I kind of dipped and dabbed a little bit in that field, which yeah. was really interesting. And I learned a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot. I went in as a baby and I left there just like a professional, in other words. Um, so pretty much I migrated from there into the Department of Health. I've again, I've only made about a year there. So actually, I've made my year working from home because of this pandemic. I literally just uh, wrote out my probation period and my employee with the Department of Health in my house. So that's been pretty interesting. But all along, I mean, it's 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 been working for me. Um, I just start my little last shop business from home. This yeah. was something that was a uh, long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was something that I I kind of was in the works for for a while. There was some moments where I kind of like. But I would back down from doing the business because I was just a little, I want to say like a little in doubt as far as that, because, you know, a lot of people were um, into the last business, but you know what, um, I grabbed the bull by the horns and I said, you know what, let's, let's try it. Let's, let's start up this little last shop business. So it's so far is rewarding. I'm still in the uh, newbie phase. So I'm learning as I'm going and I'm just trying to expand and grow my business. So yeah, that's, that's me. That's hey. amazing. <laughs> And Jackie, I actually didn't know about all of the stuff that you did before working for the Department of Health. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. Really yep. I just, yeah, I kind of migrated from my old job into them and it's, it's been rewarding. It's different. You know, it's, there's many departments. There's just, there are amazing people who do great work every day. And it's kind of like saying like, I'm no longer with the little league. I'm with the big leagues now. So that's definitely something that um, I'm still learning as I go to, but so far it's been rewarding and it's been an amazing job. That's so yeah. cool. I love that. I love that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now we'll just transition right into our little interview with you. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> the first question you want to start off with is, do you remember the first time you became aware of your body or what you looked like or how others saw you? 
I would say that moment for me was probably when I was phase, I would say like my senior year of high school. Um, mm -hmm. To be honest, I never really looked at myself in the way, you know, that you look at yourself now. Um, in high school, it was just different. Like, I didn't really pay attention to my body for like the my last year in high school as a senior, I actually joined the softball team. So I was kind of fit, didn't even know I could run some laps, but I tell ya, I ran some laps. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to run some laps now. That's a whole different story for me. I'm like, I'm I'm just like, you'll probably pass find me passed out somewhere in the corner. But um, I would say leaving high school, it was different. Um Around that time, I was kind of like back and forth with a relationship. And, you know, you know, when you deal with when you deal with someone who's much older than you and you being young, you there are things that that person will point out to you that you're like, what? No, come on. Come on. Like, I'm, I'm fly. Like, oh, you crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would say, like, after high school, you know, you're we start growing our body changes um we're coming into woman you know womanhood um we're no longer in our teens we're coming close into our 20s so there are things that you start to notice the more you look at yourself in the mirror every day so i would say around that like around mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. i remember my high school boyfriend once we, we were doing like a dance thing with our um our dance teacher like outside yeah. of school and we were doing a lot of like partnering and lifting and I know I've told you this story before, but basically I had never been really properly taught how to partner before. So like, I didn't know how to be lifted and like all yeah. of friends who were there were like these teeny tiny little like cheerleaders and gymnasts who had been doing it forever and totally knew how to like, you know, engage their core in that way. And I just hadn't been taught that. And um, my ex-boyfriend was there too. And we were partnering with our dance teacher's friend and I happened to be his partner. And afterwards, my, my boyfriend at the time was telling me that he had overheard the guy that I was partnering with talking about how hard I was to lift. Yeah. Oh my God. And it was like, it just ruined my life. <laughs> That's horrible. That, no, it is. It's like, you know, how do you respond back to that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's like, what? Like, should I be, should I like, should I feel flattered or should I feel like offended? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, of course it wasn't because I was I mean, I was tiny at the time. I was like 125 pounds at the time. Wow. Oh <laughs> but, my God. But I was, but I thought that I, you know, I felt like I didn't like the way that I looked. And, yeah. and so of course, like my brain immediately went to, it's because I'm too fat. Yeah. You know, which, yeah. It was just so, hard. and especially to have your significant other, like say something like that to you. It's like, well, do you see me like that? Like, exactly. I feel like it, it's such a, a life shattering moment in, in like two words, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, most definitely, because it's like, you know, you know what it is as a as a female where we are taught to react with our emotions. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like we can easily be triggered. We can easily be offended because. Come on, it's the society that we grow up in, you know, right. it's what we see around It's the things that we see on TV is the magazines that we read um, back then. Social media wasn't such a big hype for me because you know, around that time, leaving high school, I think the only thing that was really popping was probably like Facebook, 
Yeah. MySpace was MySpace was like phasing out and Instagram just became this it thing. Like people was like following, they were more into Instagram, but even then, like that wasn't such a big hype. And yeah, it's just like, it's that it's, it's what we see every day. It's what we're surrounded by is the people that we associate with is, is what we hear is what we read. So a lot of that has a, a lot to play with that because then you start questioning yourself. And again, for me, I would say that it didn't start happening until I was already like pushing my my 20s like you know 18 19 like I was already finished with high school um I wasn't doing much that I was before because you know during your school days I was active because when I would once two o'clock hit it was like all right well now I gotta go downstairs because I either had a softball game or I had to go we had to go work out we had to go train for about maybe an hour or two or practice so leaving that scene and just hanging out every day and partying and you know hitting the hitting the block or or going to these house parties all that changes like now you're like your whole mindset is like all right so what am I gonna wear tonight what I'm gonna look cute in and I'm gonna be honest with you what I used to look like I was like girl you have not one problem like you had legs for days you had the (laughs) booty for days you know like I and that's another thing like I was never hard on myself growing up because you know I'm Latina so I'm like, I'm half Puerto Rican, half Dominican. So let me tell you something. Growing up in my family, all the women in my family are voluptuous, tasteful women, okay? <laughs> if you find a skinny girl in my family, you're going to be like, girl, you, you, you ain't eating too much. You ain't eating enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I feel like growing up, it wasn't really a major thing for me because in my family, we never we never looked at each other that way. Mm-hmm. We never, we were never taught to, we, if anything, we were taught to love who the heck we were. Like, yeah. sis love your body, love yourself for who you are, because at the end of the day, the, the man, the, the man that wants to be with you is going to be with you. So I feel like we were for myself. I know it was never, um, a tough thing to go through because we were just always around, you know, it was just like, we were comfortable. Our environment was great. You know, being around the family wasn't like, Oh, maybe you should stop eating less or like if anything, they would be like, you're not going to go for a second plate. Like, what are you waiting for? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's normal. Yeah. You'll probably like, maybe my mom would be like, uh, um, you're getting a little heavy there on me, but it wouldn't be to the point where she's like, Oh, uh, you need to cut what you're eating or stop doing this. Like, no, if you're going to love yourself, you're going to love yourself for who you are, like love your body yeah. for what it is, you know? And I think that's one thing that I thank God and, you know, and just being around the family and the support system that I had that I never had to experience that part of me where it was like, I would look at myself in the mirror and just not like what I look you know what like not like what I saw like I loved who I was and I was like damn girl you need to get back to that like (laughs) you know not to say because now I'm working on myself it's hard you know being a mom now is different and as a woman this is a different phase for me in my life um prior to me having my son I would not, you know, there, there's little things that I notice now that after becoming a mom, I do. And I do spend a little bit more time in the mirror. Like, girl, this falupa that you got going, we're going to have to tighten it. Because, you know, they do say when you have your first child, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard this, but um, it's something really well known in the Latino culture I would want to say mm-hmm. where you're real quick to put a faja on like as soon as you give birth they're like put the shapewear on because if not your stomach is gonna stay a little flabby mm. so 
I never did that. I was like, please, I don't got time to be putting no faha on. Like, I'm, <laughs> I just gave birth. I'm a superwoman. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Like, Flavia or not, you're going to love all this. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Well, I have to tell you, Jackie, the first time I ever came to a family event, it was at your house. Oh, my God. <laughs> I immediately was like, oh, my God, I fit in here. Like, mm-hmm. and I have ne- never, ever, ever have I ever felt that way in another setting, yeah. where I was like, especially coming into somebody's family like that. And I was yeah. super nervous to meet all you guys. <laughs> you know, I like, wanted to make a good impression, but I just remember like showing up and being like, okay, like this feels yeah. Really good. Yeah. So you, I, yeah. 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 You, yeah, you come into my family, girl, you ain't got to worry about none of that. Because when you see, <laughs> let me tell you something. My, I come from a big family, okay? My mom is the baby. My grandmother had, my grandmother, my grandfather had 14 kids. There was 10 boys and four girls. And my mom is the baby out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. When I have cousins for days, okay? You can't put us all in one room because we're just not going to fit. And when you take a look, and then it's like, when you take a look at all of us, you'll be like, wow, like, girl, we come in all shapes and sizes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we some thick, bonded woman. Like, Mm -hmm. we can't, we, listen, when we come into a room, we come, we don't come to play. Like, we come to shut it down. Like, where's the food? (laughs) And, you know, and it's good. It's good because being around them is like, you're yourself. Like, don't check yourself. Don't worry about what you look like. Cause you know what? At the end of the day, you are beautiful your own way. Yeah. That sounds so incredibly positive, especially because I come from a family where we all look very similar. And so we all have very similar body types. Our heights don't vary that much. There's like kind of maybe a couple outliers. And so when someone does look different, it's very like ostracizing in a way. Mm. And so that just sounds like it just everyone you know no you come as you are and you yes as you are and that's just so beautiful yeah it's amazing I mean white people definitely don't do that yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like white people (laughs) don't like I feel like I feel like white people are very much like we have to judge the hell out of whoever else we're seeing because that's yeah like yeah and, and if you think about it like historically that's all we've ever had like yeah. all we fucking do is judge people <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy the thing is like with okay so okay so like um how can I say this like not only my family because just my friends too like we are very judgy too that's the funny thing about it like we'll be the one to be like like you see how right they are like but it's like sis I know you ain't talking you know what I'm saying like we're the same way we're like we're judgy but it's like but then on the other hand like the you know you're in like in my household like when you're around my family it's like the minute you walk in they're like did you eat you hungry go serve yourself because the food is almost finished and or not you're like um I just served myself and I also got my plate to go so is that okay so that's like it's it's so funny it's just like it's you know everyone's different but yeah we can also be judgy too we we could definitely be judgy but we we just be on some like we're just like a whole different breed I'll be honest with you (laughs) a whole different breed this is kind of a good segue because the next question that we have for you is how did your parents talk about their bodies in front of you. And I feel like you've kind of already touched on that a little bit, but I think you, I feel like you could speak to that as a child and maybe also as a mother, like how do you talk to your son about that? So, okay. In front of your son. Okay. So like growing up, right. So my mom, she was kind of a thick boned woman herself. And I think she got a little bit more bigger after having my brother. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so I feel like my body type was like kind of like hers Mm -hmm. but when I was younger I was like one of those little petite little kids you know because children are active and I don't think we don't come to develop until I think we start hitting like the double digits or just even once once you be you know once womanhood hits you in in that sense so I was always like little petite little thing always running around I was I was I was pretty much on the first side of skinny. I wasn't like starving skinny, but I was skinny, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was very active, but as I got older, I actually started to develop, I would say I started to develop my breasts pretty quickly. Yeah, and I too. think that had, to, I definitely say that came from my mom's side because my mom was a very um, big breasted woman. So like, again, once I started hitting those double digits, it's like, I kind of like skipped the whole training bra part. Like I went straight into a bra. And I'm gonna be honest with you, like, I feel like growing up, I never really had a moment where I sat with my mom, or she told me like, you know, to love yourself or, or maybe me asking like, like her like, hey, mom, like, do I look okay? Or, you know, just like, maybe having a bad day in school and just telling her, hey, mom, you know, I, they're bullying me for whatever reason. Like, I could be honest with you and tell you, I don't think I've ever experienced that. Just growing up in general, being around my mom, my aunts, my cousins, it was just kind of like a normal thing. It just floated. Like, you know, it's like, it was just a flow. Like, there was never a moment where I would question why I look like this or mm-hmm. why you so big or why you so skinny. Because it was just like the norm for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's growing up. Um, being a mom now, I do have a little boy. Um, I guess it's the normal for me to just kind of, you know, cause you, you got a lot of people that like, oh, you know, oh, your son is so big or he's eating a lot. Cause he's big. I'm like, listen, it's normal. I think children as a child, they're so innocent. They're going to go through this phase of being skinny, being thick, being fat, if that's what you want to call it. But you know, once they get older is different, then you can change their lifestyle and say, Hey, you know, be who you want, love who you are, but just don't abuse of that. Cause you know, the thing is, I feel like it's the guidance. Like, if your kid doesn't have the right guidance and, and also just knowing how to word it because being a parent is different. And again, I'm a first time mom, like I'm still learning. Like I know I got plenty of learning to do. So I'm just the type of person that I just go along with the flow. But as he gets older, like, I just want to tell him like, you know, love yourself, put yourself first. Don't ever let someone tell you that how you look is wrong Mm -hmm. or you should be this, or you should be that. Like, if you want an honest opinion, you come to your mother because your mother is going to be the one who's going to give you the best advice because I'm going to tell it like it is I will not sugarcoat and knowing my son and the personality that he's he has and he's growing up to be I don't think Ethan will have that problem either but yeah I mean it's different I think if I had a girl I would be more like but I think even on that I would even probably praise my daughter even more because Mm -hmm. I always say it's a little bit more harder for girls than it is for boys because these boys have this like natural nature about them where when they get older, they just have this natural masculinity thing to them. Like muscles just come out of nowhere. They become tall. They shed this baby fat. Mm-hmm. It's always girls, I think, that have a little bit more trouble. But again, I just think it has to do with the guidance. Like be open, be honest. Like if your child comes to you, don't don't sugarcoat them. Give, don't give them that fairy tale talk. Like tell it how it is. Give it to them raw because by you sh- by you doing that I think that's what starts to create barriers and and issues with your children like mm-hmm. don't do that you have to be honest yeah well I mean I think 
it's it's so honestly it's so refreshing to hear you talk about this and and you're really like the first mom that we've had on the show apart from my grandma who's obviously (laughs) raising kids you know it's it's interesting because I when I first came to my mom being like and I was like eight and I was like I think I'm too fat you know at eight Mm. years old and her response was well I think you're beautiful which was a great start (laughs) Started (laughs) she was like I think you're beautiful but if you are interested in losing weight, I can help you do that. And here's all these ways. And, and I think that that was her way. Cause my mom was bulimic, which I know I've talked about yeah. before, but I think it was her way of kind of trying to, um, trying to avoid my having an eating disorder. Yeah. Um, in, in doing so, I think actually instilled a lot of disordered eating ideas in my head because you know we started talking about health and nutrition and what I should and shouldn't be eating and calories and like things when I was eight and like the conversation for probably be like you you are beautiful or I think you're beautiful how can we find a way for you to love your your body or love yeah because I think that is the you know the frame of which, especially at a young age that you should be talking to, I mean, anyone about their bodies. It's like, how can we find a way to love it? Is the way for you to love it, to lose weight? Or are there other ways to go about it? Well, right. Yeah. I feel like it, it doesn't even need to necessarily at that age, be a conversation about weight. Like, I think it can be a conversation of like, I think you're, I think you're amazing just the way you are. And I, you know, let's, let's find all the things that we can celebrate about your body. Exactly. Exactly. That we both really love about your body. Yeah. And I know my mom meant well, but it was so, it, it changed my whole life, you know? Yeah. And I just feel like, I mean, at that age, I mean, that's you, that's innocence. Like you're innocent. I'm going to be honest with you. If my son at eight years old was to come and tell me, oh, mom, like, I'm fat. Like, that's a trigger for me. Like, I'm going to sit there and I'll be like, and why do you feel that you're fat? And then based off why he answers to me, like, I'm going to be honest with you. If it's not an, if it's not an issue, medically wise, if it's not an issue, then yeah. it's not an issue. It's not a conversation. That doesn't mean that I'm, I'm not, I'm going to shy away from it. And I'm just be like, Nah, I'm gonna dust it off like no we're gonna talk about it and then after we finish talking about it the last thing I'm gonna tell him is you need to accept who you are and love yourself for who you are mm. you're still young you're that's that's innocent like this innocence I, I don't think I would be able to tell my son well hey you know I'm gonna show you I'm gonna throw this nutrition book at you and you know because I think it's true I I think that will say that would that would set a trigger off and it might just become something traumatic. And I just don't want that. Like, you know, no one's, no parent is perfect. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm a new mom. I'm still learning. Like my son is, my son is only going to be five years old. So I'm going through this whole like new mom syndrome, like only child syndrome. So a lot of things scare me, you know, but that's for an eight year old to say that, you know, I mean, being around other kids, we know some kids, a lot of times can be very harsh and it's also based off how they're 
brought up, you know, how they're raised and what's going on at home and what they see at home. They could probably just be getting bullied. And by that other child telling this child, oh, you're fat or you're this is that's probably what that child is hearing or seeing on their end. So it's a trigger. It becomes a trigger and it becomes an issue. But I wouldn't honestly speaking, I wouldn't even know how to respond to my son if he came and told me that. But I would encourage it. Like if you feel this way, you know, we can do something about it. Would you like to? um join karate what you want to do a hobby like I'll join with you like let's go let's go bust some sweat together like you want me to go run with you we'll go run but that's nothing that I would ever try to implicate to my son as if like that's a norm like no if you don't do that then it's a problem like no like we'll just work at it we'll we'll take it day by day you know and that's always based on his response to me because again as a mom I'll be like what you know, like what you said like no 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 yeah. come sit down and explain this to me and why and where did you even hear this from you know right. and, I, and, the, and the approach also has to be like I don't want my response to him to make him feel like he's afraid that he has you know that he has to come talk to me or just afraid because he's like well I told my mom like this if she if she acted this way or she responds to me that way then I don't think I could tell her something else so it's also the approach on the child too because a lot of the times, based off one experience, that child is just going to back down and close out on you and they won't never come back to talk to you. Yeah. Then it becomes a problem. I think for me, it, what it did was it like set this precedent for me that if I didn't like the way my body looked, I had to like punish myself in order to get it to look the way I did want it to. Like I had to not eat the things that I wanted to eat and and I had to you know, exercise more to, because, and I've said this before too, like I, I got a gym membership when I was 13 under the same, you know, issue of like, I want to, I want to be thinner. I want to be thinner. I want to be thinner. And then, I mean, I hit this certain point in high school when I was like, well, that's not really going to (laughs) happen. Like I remember when, when I was really depressed in high school and I lost a ton of weight and I was 125 pounds, that was like, okay, so from here, it doesn't go down more. Like, it's <laughs> it, 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 bone structure and I cannot get thin. Yeah, yeah. A crazy realization to have. And then I was kind of like, okay, well, we got to do something else then because <laughs> it's not working. But uh, let's, let's move on to the next question. Great, so this is a new question that I think is really exciting um and also interesting so I'm excited to hear what you'll say but um, (laughs) was there ever a celebrity or a tv show or movie character that you identified with growing up because you felt that they represented your body or you in some way oh let me see um I'm gonna be honest with you I don't think I ever growing up I never saw myself like I never compared my body to any celebrity or, but I'll be honest with you. I have been a huge Selena fan since I was five years old. So seeing her on stage and shaking, if I can say it, shaking her ass, yeah. I was, I was for it. Like I was here for, it. I was like, yes, like this, she's come through. Like I've been a huge Selena fan. And although she's been, you know, she's been, um, how can I say she's been categorized as this like thick girl in reality, she was petite, petite. Mm-hmm. Um, but she just had wide hips and she had a big butt and it was nice and round. So I never really idolized celebrities based off their body. It was just more like it was the thing to celebrate. Mm -hmm. So 
as young as I can remember, Selena was definitely a big inspiration. She's like my icon. She's my idol. Like I'm 31 and I, that girl, wherever I hear her music, anything Selena related, I'm just like that five-year-old again, that five-year-old little girl again, dancing in front of her TV with her shirt tucked in her, like a little belly shirt and (laughs) swinging my hips back and forth and just swearing I was Selena, but comparing my body to somebody, no, but idolizing someone that I just was like, yes, it would be her. Her and I would say the Spice Girls. I had a deep obsession with the Spice Girls. Let's not even talk about it because I would burn the VHS tape because it was like back and forth. But like soon as the song, the movie finished, I was rewinding it again because I was going to see it again. I even think I probably burned that VHS from watching it so much. Oh my God. Do you remember? Do you remember those? VHSs? Yes. Girl, that was the life. That was life. Like between. Yes. Yeah, and then rewind, fun. and it took like several minutes to rewind. <laughs> yeah, between Selena, yeah, between the Selena movie and the Spice Girls, that was it for me. Like that was my own little world, my own little bubble. That was my own little like fantasy escape because it's like once I put on those videos, I was like completely someone else, and yeah. completely someone else in the sense like I became Selena, or I was like. Because I, I swore I was Scary Spice. Don't ask me why, but I just really thought I was her. Um, as far as the body idolizing, no. But as, a, as as just the celebrity a whole, it would be both of them. Yes. For me, it was always, uh, well, I loved Lizzie McGuire. Because I feel like Hillary Duff. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, she's not. She's not a big girl. She's like a, she's, she's very skinny. Like when, yeah. Like, <laughs> But she she had so much more of like a normal size to her than yeah. like so many other well and I think so much because like a lot of those like Disney Channel stars especially of our you know age range mm-hmm. were like te- like young teenagers like 14 13 yeah. years old and they just like weren't fully developed and I do think she was a little bit older I mean not really but <laughs> <laughs> I always really identified her and then I loved um Raven Simone she was another oh, was like, yes represent yes yes that's that I could definitely vouch for that one too because I used to watch that so Raven and yeah you could see it so that's definitely a yes for me yeah <laughs> I I mean like at my formative years there definitely wasn't which I think is probably part of issue um but I remember in high school every little curvy girl I went to high school with idolized Marilyn Monroe oh me too oh yeah oh yeah for at the time I thought I was like this Marilyn expert but I really couldn't (laughs) at the time uh, right now even but like I just remember walking around and being like Marilyn Monroe was a size 12 and she was a sex icon so it's fine if you're a size 12 which mm-hmm. but also like sizing is very different yeah. it's not the same it's not the yeah. same so I feel like she was really more of like an eight probably an eight <laughs> but yeah but at the time like we had I I saw a little bit of my body in her I was mm-hmm. like she had a small waist very curvaceous yeah bigger boobs and I was like in blonde and I remember writing like a I was in a creative writing class in high school and I wrote this whole paper <laughs> about 
how I wrote a paper about her too. It was it was her and how like she inspired me to like wear red lipstick and if red yes. so powerful mm. and strong and beautiful. Yes. And that was like my entry into like, oh, I there is beauty in not being thin, but it definitely, you know, there's only been a couple of those people, I think, up until recent years. Well, yeah. Yeah. I feel like body positivity has, um, you know, actually become a lot more important now. And you have people like Ashley Graham, who is, you know, again, definitely not necessarily even, I mean, she's plus, but she's not like, she's a flat tummy. And she talks about that in her book. She's like, the yeah warped is because I have a flat stomach but I feel like you have all of these people now that you're seeing at the forefront of like social media mm-hmm. and it's actually really inspiring and and you know one of the first things that I did and I think we've talked about this yeah. before too but one of the first things that I did when I decided that I was going to stop trying to be skinny and dieting and ruining my life and I was like you know like I need to unfollow all of these like skinny models and like nothing against them. They're doing their, their work and like love them, but I needed to see people that looked like me. Yeah. So important to me that I was, you know, flooding my social media with people who were, you know, more shaped like I was and it, it, yeah my mental health and I think it gives you confidence like I think that's a lot what you were saying with like the Spice Girls and Selena is like yeah they exude confidence yeah and owning themselves and I remember watching the Selena movie with JLo and being like oh my god mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's it's definitely true um I see it this way you know and even then you know, times have changed and it's more about like showing love to the big girls and all shape, all sizes, everyone's beautiful. Um, But I also, how can I say this in a way where I do appreciate seeing a big girl in the front cover. I do appreciate seeing, and like, for example, Ashley Graham, she's beautiful. She's amazing. She has great curves, but my body's not like hers, you know, even though she's a plus size and she, she's all power to the plus size at the end of the day, homegirl got money. Homegirl's famous. I ain't got money and I'm not, I'm not famous. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go get, I gotta go shop at my local bodega or my local supermarket. Just so I go go get like a lean cuisine meal. You know what I'm saying? So I celebrate them and for what they are. And it's a beautiful thing because it's like, yes, girl, come through. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I ain't rich. I ain't famous. So it's like with her, it's like, and not only her, like other stars and and other plus size women who are moms too. It's like, you had this beautiful belly. Like, for example, she has a flat tummy. Like, I wish I could get that flat tummy. But we all know once you become a mom, once you have your child, it's like back to businesses. Like, you could lounge around for like the first three months because, of course, it's the norm. But we got to get you, we got to get it right, get it tight. So we got to put you to work out, flatten that tummy. You know what I'm saying? So I love to see it. But at the same time, there's a little part of me, too, that's like, let's be realistic about certain things, right. you know? It feels like there's so much pressure. I mean, obviously. Yeah not a mom yet but I feel like you know I've definitely seen that in media yeah a lot of pressure to you know get back your body and it just yes like like why why is there such an emphasis on that like you've brought a human being into the world like your body is forever changed like there is no it's like the pandemic it's like there's no going back we're not going back yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah 
it's I mean it's normal you know I mean some people I I have friends of mine that they've had one or two kids and they snap back because that's just that's how their body is shaped they look amazing like you'll be like girl two kids wear girl one kid wear um but for the for the normal people like myself you know I like when I told you when I gave birth I didn't think about oh let me go put a shape wear on like girl I just gave birth I feel amazing like I just pushed a whole kid out of my vajayjay like my son was about eight and a half pounds okay and when my last month carrying him when I tell you I blew up like I was huge not huge in the sense that like I gained more weight because during my pregnancy first of all I had an amazing pregnancy okay my I never got morning sickness I never threw up a meal um I never overate I never ate I literally ate for my son because I would eat a plate and I would be so stuffed I didn't have late night cravings his dad never had to like go to Wendy's at like three o'clock in the morning to get me food like I was like the most weird I mean this I'm pretty sure ladies if you hear me out there I'm pretty (laughs) sure I'm not the only one that carried a normal pregnancy especially being pregnant with a boy because even at work my co-workers used to literally come to me like oh you don't got candy and I'm like what do I look like because I'm the pregnant woman I gotta have a drawer full of chips and I didn't go through that phase like I ate for him. I never had morning sickness. I carried him those nine months just perfectly. Pushing him was a little challenging because I'm a I'm a first time mom. Um, but even then, after giving birth to him, it was just like the most amazing feeling in the world because that weight was off me. Mm-hmm. I gained forty pounds during my pregnancy and those first three months that I gave birth to him I lost it like I was the skinniest I've ever been in my life like I was like what let me find out I'm gonna have to come out pregnant and give birth in order to lose this weight because it was just like and I think a lot of it had to do with the postpartum because like the first three months is hard adjusting to you know being a new mom sleepless nights constantly being on your baby's uh radar like feeding time and things of that nature so I was I had dropped down let me see in the start of my pregnancy I was probably like 220 and during my pregnancy I would say I went up to 240 but when I gave birth I dropped down to 200 and that was a major that was a major change for me because even when I would look at myself in the mirror I'm like girl wow like you know I felt good I didn't even care about my stomach and the flabbiness like I didn't care like it's there like I just pushed the whole kid out I'm proud of this these are scars and I'm okay with that like I'm okay with what I see in the mirror because I know that this is what I do this is what women do we push children out we we have these like scars but these are these are battle scars. This is like letting you know, like I carry this baby. I nurtured this baby. I pushed this baby out. And even then I'm raising this baby. So I'm okay with that. But just like giving birth and getting that weight lifted. Like, first of all, when I came out the first night that I gave birth to him, my first meal was like, I was like, they were like, what do you want to eat? I was like, uh, Popeye's. I want a whole order of the best fried chicken that they have in there okay give me the most greasiest fried chicken you could find um give me some good french fries because Popeye's french fries are really good and then I remember having like their rice and their peas and I could do not that meal was like the best thing ever oh and with a huge uh, a huge soda because I needed my soda I was like yes make sure that they put ice in my soda too and I didn't care because it's like what like I love myself like yeah what you what you thought I was gonna eat a salad after giving birth you better, <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. You better 
Go get me the Popeyes and the soda, please. Make sure my soda is super size too. Cause don't play yourself. Cause you know how I feel about my food. You know what I'm saying? Like you after giving birth, I didn't, oh, let me go get a salad. Oh, now that I shed my, I'm 200 pounds now. Let me go get some water. Like, no, like I was fine. I was like, let's go eat. Let's yeah. go eat. Let's go celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it totally goes to show that like, you know, it, the number just doesn't matter. Like it is about how you feel and how you view your body. And yes. I think you, know, you were just totally speaking to this is like being a new mom. And I think it, it's, it's really incredible that our bodies can do that, can like yes. human for nine months and then like push it out. And then you have a child and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love that you were so you were so able to like revel in that and celebrate that and not. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't actually matter. And even then now, like my son's dad is like, Oh, well, cause I'll like, I'll mess with him. Right. So I'll be in the mirror and I'll be like, Oh my God, look at all this flabbiness that I have. But you know what? I don't care. Like ain't nothing a good is, is there's nothing a good pair of high-waisted jeans cannot do for that little flabbiness that I have there. Okay. And let me tell you something. And for all my girls out there too, I, I, I I am a huge supporter in granny panties. And let me tell you, ain't nothing good when you put on some nice high-waisted granny panties to hold down that little falupa. Okay. Like, and that's just me messing with him like I'll be like look Robert look at all this and he'll be like I told you to put that shapewear I said oh please shapewear or not I still look fabulous even if I stand in front of this mirror for five to ten minutes jiggling my belly and and like you know like holding my belly like damn girl if you would cut half of this fat you wouldn't look too bad but you know what that's just me messing with myself and I would never be hard on myself because I look at pictures of myself before I had a before I became a mom, before I had a baby, before my belly stretched out. And I was like, damn, my belly was really nice. And you know what? I look at it now. It doesn't make a difference to me. Yeah, I have my days where I feel like, eh. but you know what? It's like, get it together. Get it together. Because it could be worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are days that I'll stand in front of the mirror like, wow, yeah. I could probably use a little tuck and snip and some lifting going on. But you know what? It's all right. Because if you're going to love me, you're going to love me for who I am and what I look like. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We'll have to the next question. Um, (laughs) I mean, I think that you kind of just touched on it, but I think this is a great um, question is, um, is there a part of your body that you notice the most or you notice the most on others? Yeah. So for me, my biggest issue right now is, and this has been since I was like, probably, I would say between like, the age of 10, 12, and so on. So my issue is, because like I was saying earlier, I developed my breast pretty quickly. So mm-hmm. I've always been big-breasted since young. And what happened was, growing up, I used to wear these really tight bras. Mm-hmm. So what happened was wearing the tight bras created this fat tissue underneath my arms, um, on my under my armpits. And so I have a little bit extra excessive skin on both on my armpits. And I'd be honest with you, that is a little insecurity for me because you will not see me outside with like a tank top floating my arms because for me, it's like, uh, I don't like the way that looks. Yeah. Um, and I do, ha- I'm, I'm kind of like, I have a battle with that. There are days that I battle with it because it's like, you know what? 
I would love to go because they do have this like um, surgery that you can do for it to remove it because it's just tissue fat that build up throughout the years. But that was for me wearing my bras so tight because of my big breasts, um, creating that extra fat underneath my arm. So that is a little insecurity for me. And I do have my days. But you know what? It's like, whatever. <laughs> Listen, whatever. Especially when it starts getting hot outside and it's like 80, 90 degrees, like you're going to catch this outside with a whole tank top. Like if you don't like what you see, just turn the other way. That's it. You know, like it is, it is what it is. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I'll be in the beach with my baby. So, you know, sometimes you try to take those cute little selfies, you know, so you could put it up on Instagram, like, you know, Sunday fun day, you know, that all that good stuff. But, and you know, sometimes I have my moments where like, I don't really want that to show in the picture, but you know what? At the same time, it's like, yo, to the hell with it. You go, love yourself. And that's it. Like stop being, cause we are our, we are our worst critics. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as much as I praise about loving yourself and owning who you are, I do have my days where I'd be like, mm, no, you know, certain <laughs> outfits, certain dresses. It's like, mm, no, we're not doing that. Cause I don't like the way I look, you know, but it is what it is. Like there's days that I love it. I'm praising it. And I'll be right behind you, loving you, praising you. But yes, I, it's normal. I have my insecurities too. And I have days there, there are certain outfits I wouldn't wear and there's just certain things I won't wear. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? To hell with it. Yeah, one mm -hmm. of the things that I've started doing when I like, when I put something on and I'm like, I do not like the way this is fitting me today or this year, <laughs> I will put, I'll be like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm wearing something else. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I, do, I know I love on my body and I've stopped doing that thing where like, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and being like, oh, this used to fit me. And like, mm -hmm. I, I look in this now and I used to love this and it's my favorite thing ever. And what I do now is I'm like, okay, well on to the next thing. Like what yeah. is the piece of clothing in my closet? I, I actually have gotten to a point where I don't really put that much a sentimental value on my clothes. And I live in New York city, so I don't have that much space. And so every time I buy something new, I'm like, okay, well, let's find the thing I, I don't like wear a lot. Mm. And I just get rid of old clothes because if I haven't worn it in the last couple of months, I probably am not going to wear it in the next couple. <laughs> and that, and I, I just, all of the clothes that I own now are constantly things that I like to wear yeah. and that only helps with your confidence. I am just- yeah. I'm a it gives you that boost. <laughs> it's a booster. It's a booster. I give, listen, I love, I, I like, again, like I said, I praise you. I praise, I, I love women and what they wear, but me, black is my happy color. Black is my color. I love black because black is fitting in any situation during yeah. the day, during the day and even better at night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. I do own different, you know, I got my little colors, but I just feel like black for me is just an empowered color. Black for me makes me feel more comfortable. Um, black for me is just more form fitting. And it's like, you can just do anything with black. Like it, it, it just is a booster is, is a, it's like, Oh yeah, this is nice. Like I'll have like 10 different dresses and 10 different colors. And it's like, Oh, I'll just pick the black one, you know? Cause my friends will be like, Oh, I'll send them all these options. Oh, look at these jeans. You like them. Oh, you like this dress. And they're like, look, Jackie, what you wore the black dress exactly because they know me already they're like oh she's just gonna stick to black but to me it's just like whatever you feel comfortable and just go for it and I am also a person that if I haven't wore you in six months you gotta go I ain't got time for you like next <laughs> so yeah how are we doing on time um we've got like 10 minutes okay great yeah. so let's do a couple more um let's see here um 
Oh, this is a good one. So did we, did we do the clothing one? No. Okay. So I love this question. <laughs> um, was there ever a clothing style or trend that you felt like you couldn't participate in or try because of insecurities about your body? And I know you kind of just touched on this, but like if there was like a specific trend that you were like, oh, I could never wear that. Mm -hmm. There's a few actually. Um, so definitely in in general i'm gonna just make the statement in general white i can never get away with white because it's like you can see everything <laughs> um so those low-cut jeans never in my life because i was like i'm not built for that and that's not about my life you know low-cut jeans at one point was like the thing like the wow. it thing like okay. i can't and this is and this goes back to lizzie mcguire to hillary duff because she was she was when it came to um her being in the show she used to wear a lot of those like low-cut jeans and, and yeah and that wasn't my life like the way i was built not that because i was like oh my god but i just knew that wasn't going to be a trend i could be able to get away with um and even now like i'm not doing that like you gonna catch me in some high-waisted Jeez. Yeah. I want nothing, nothing, nothing below my belly button. I'm sorry. So I definitely say the low cut jeans, anything that has to do with white. Like I think the farthest I will wear with white would probably be like a shirt. And that may either be a t-shirt that like I wear out. Or and if I do wear a shirt that's tucked in, like I just might, if I'm taking pictures, I'm like changing my angles because you're not catching that for Lupa. Like we're not doing that. <laughs> All those little rolls in the back, in my back. So yeah, I was it, nothing really that I would say was a thing, but definitely like those low cut jeans and anything white that's just not form fitting for this body. <laughs> I feel that. I mean, especially like working in bridal, we, we see like the skinniest women in the world come mm. in and, and put on a tight fitting white gown. And they're like, I hate it. <laughs> they're like my belly button. I'm like, those are your hip bones. But okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. You know, white, we're not used to wearing white yeah. on that level. And like, you know, white jeans go in and out of style for sure. And I feel yeah. like every Labor Day, I'm like, oh, Goodbye. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, like, I feel like with bridal, especially we're, we're just not used to seeing ourselves in all over white and it is an unforgiving color. No, it shows everything. Um, I always, you always talk about how light reflects and, and absorbs like mm -hmm. in my appointments. Um, and black is more flattering because it just takes it all. It just sucks it, it all. Sucks it sucks it all. Black is yeah. black is the conclusion to our life problems. Like <laughs> it's just that simple. Like black is my happy color. Black is my red. Black is my white. Black is my blue. Girl, it'll be a hundred degrees outside. And yes, I will wear a black t-shirt. Mind your business. Keep walking. Yeah. Don't look this way. <laughs> Don't look this way. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I also just something that you said caught my ear. I, I feel like I, I am more conscious of like the rolls on my back too, or like on my, you know, on my hips and stuff. But I feel like recently my favorite thing has been like when we're doing photo shoots in like lingerie or whatever. And like seeing that I, there's something about it that I think is really beautiful when you're just seeing skin that I've like yeah. been trying to embrace more recently. Yeah. But I do get what you mean. Cause I feel like in, in, when I'm wearing clothes, I'm like, oh, but that shouldn't look like that. You know, yeah. like it's the way our brains are trained. Yeah. It's just how our brains have like, just, it's just how our brains function. Like I said, you know, we are our worst critics. Um, it, we, it may look good on us from someone else's eyes, but only we know, like, how do we feel comfortable in it? And if we don't feel comfortable in it, then we're going to find something wrong with it. 
Yeah. Um, and for me, like I said, it's, I don't, I'm not so heavy on myself. I'm not, you know, I don't try to like OD. In other words, I don't try to make myself feel like, no, you can't wear that. Like I'll probably wear it, but I'll probably throw something over it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's a little, for me, it's just like the little things that I notice and it's like, mm, no, mm, no, I'm going to change it. <laughs> anything wrong with having parts of your body that you don't want to draw attention to yeah that's not body positivity or or body negativity or or body negativity because that's just human and and we're conditioned by society and see ourselves in certain way and there's certain things you just don't like about yourself and that's totally fine but that's why you find clothes hobbies whatever that make you feel good about yourself to help increase you know if, if making if wearing black makes you yes. feel about your body then who's to say you can't do that right yeah yeah and it's just just recently now um I actually uh began my little fitness journey um <laughs> it's been a while so kicking back up into that has been a little tough but it's been rewarding and I'll be honest with you every day that I work out, it was a challenge because my body's different. I'm older. I'm not the same. I'm not flexible. Like I used to be, um, things, a lot of things change. So just getting back into the groove of that, it's been hard. I'm a huge procrastinator. Okay. I'm huge. Like I'll set a goal. I'll set a goal and my, it takes me a whole long time just to start the goal but once I start, there's no stopping me. So I finally was able to break out of that that procrastination shell and I started working out again and I'll be honest with you every day it was hard because it's like your body your muscles you feel it you feel all the soreness like to the point where I couldn't even walk down the stairs anymore and I'm sorry (laughs) to the point that I couldn't walk down the stairs anymore and I was like you know what Jackie you have to push yourself not to say that you have to OD but just push yourself you can do this like the the first two weeks is always going to be hard but once you get your body used to it it's going to become normal and to say that like it's been it's been good like I been even if I'm going to work out for 10 minutes I'm like we got to do this let's do a full body workout let's get your body working because I do a lot like I work from home um I'm with my son 24 7 so I have to find time to teach him play with him give him attention you know have my moments with him then I gotta find time to cook for his dad when he comes home you know there's a lot of things that come to play being working from home that has been this whole year and it's, it's tough because it's a nine to five job. And then after my five o'clock is my night job. So I say I have a day job and a night job. So, and I go to bed late every, yeah, every day I go to bed late. Um, it could be, you know what it is? I need to also find time for myself, like quiet time. So if I'm watching TV till two, three o'clock in the morning, mind your business, because that's my (laughs) quiet time. You know, I'm going to wake up tired the next day. I might regret it, but you know what? my son's sleeping, the house is quiet, you know, it's nighttime, I can actually sit through a show and just chill, like, binge watch something that I've been wanting to watch, like, but just getting back into the groove of things of working out, and this is me, like, I have to push myself, I don't have someone calling me or a trainer telling me, hey, let's go three o'clock, let's go one o'clock, like, I'm pushing myself, like, you wake up, you make your shake, you drink your, your vitamins, um, get to working out, answer your emails, if, if the emails is okay and there's no really no traffic get that hour workout if you can do an hour try to do 30 minutes even yeah. if it's just a few minutes but I'm I'm trying to make sure that I push myself throughout the day where I'm also taking care of myself you know because being a mom being a woman in general I think you forget 
you forget you forget you forget that you also matter you are important you should also put yourself first and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the times we forget that and there are times there um I can be at home for like two weeks and I'll look like a whole mess and it's like no Jackie get yourself together like even if you're gonna sit in your living room go take a shower do your hair put your makeup on and feel good about yourself because as woman not only as woman but just being a mother your life changes completely like your whole mindset changes because your child is your child comes first your child's well-being comes first you know whether he or she ate whether he or she slept whether he or she um, played with their toys all that you come second like even when you go outside like you're not worried about you you worry about buying something for your child so and I think there's a little part of you where you shouldn't feel guilty or feel any less of yourself for, for putting yourself first so yeah. and I said you know what it's been a year let I don't know when I'm planning to go back to work so you know what I owe it to myself to not lose weight because I want to look like everyone else, but lose weight and, and be healthy because I have a son. I am a mom. I'm going to, if I want to, you know, I plan to be a mom again. So I want to be in the best shape of my life, be healthy and be here long enough to see my children grow up and have yeah. families of their own. And that's important because it's like today's tomorrow's never promised. Yeah. So I I'm doing this because I owe it to myself as a woman and, and just loving who I am and how I look and how I feel and just having energy, but also for my children, for my child, for my future children, I want to be around. I want to be healthy. I want to set the example. You know what I'm saying? So it's been a long time coming and I'm actually proud that I'm actually, I've been able to like, I'm disciplined myself to the point where like, you can do this. You can do this, bitch. Get up. You can do this. (laughs) Like, you're laying on your bed, you're going through Instagram, you see all these other little heifers like working out and they're like got their <laughs> shakes, they got their shakes, they're working out at home, they, there's no excuses. So it's like, you have no excuse, get up, you can do this. And that's what pushes me, believe it or not, seeing these other women on there, whether it's to flaunt for Instagram or just because they are doing it, but it's like, you know what, if she could do it, I need to get my ass up, put these workout clothes and yeah. get it in. Even if I'm going to do it for 12 minutes and bullshit for the next 15 minutes, minutes but I'm doing it like I'm doing it for me and I'm let's just yeah. get it like let's do this plus summer's around the corner sis I gotta look good. <laughs> and I love that you're doing it for you like I yeah. think that that's that's the important thing because that's something I'm still struggling with is like you know treating exercise as something I'm doing for myself as a, instead of like pu- as a way to punish myself exactly Yeah. Okay. So this is the perfect time to segue into our last question here. Um, So what are three things that you love about your body? Three things that I love about my body. I love my thighs. I love my huge butts. And (laughs) I love what else? Oh, and mm, I love my eyes. I not to say that I don't love my breasts because I do love my breasts, but I just be like sometimes they get in the way of things. <laughs> my breasts just get in the way of, of certain outfits. But I mean, I love my breasts, but I'm a huge I, I'm a huge fan of my booty and I'm a huge fan of my thighs. Like I love those parts of me and I do love my breasts, but I definitely love my eyes more. So <laughs> I would say my eyes, my booty and my thighs. <laughs> Yay! Well, thank you so much, Jackie. This has been so great. Yes. Thank you. And yeah. So um, thank you everyone for listening. We look forward to hearing from all of you this week. And don't forget to like, follow, share, review, subscribe, and all of that good stuff. And remember, all shades of gray are beautiful. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>